Well, folks, the crazy train just never stops. You probably knew this was coming, I bet. And this is an example of, um, you know, Rusted Culture podcast. This is an example of the rusted culture that we live in. So here it is. This is from the Washington Post. The man who uttered, let's go, Brandon, during Biden's call-in event that he had, the holiday event, mulls running for office. Of course. Why not? Right? It's uh, it's interesting to uh, just see what, what's going on here. There's a lot of different things that uh, are playing into this. And after the guy said this, he was on this this call with Biden with his kids. And at the end of the call, when they were talking about Santa and, and you know all this kind of good holiday type of stuff, at the end of it, he says, with his kids right there, let's go, Brandon. And then at the end of that, you saw all the press where he said, I basically didn't mean any harm. You know, he tried to backpedal on it. Now that the conservative spotlight is running to him and they're, of course, oh, you said F Joe Biden. We love you. Come come be on our show. Let's do this. You know, let's just shower you with praise. Now he's got a backbone all of a sudden, folks. So here's the article. It says an Oregon man who invoked a coded vulgar insult of President Biden during a Christmas Eve call-in event with the president and first lady is considering running for office and says he would welcome former President Donald Trump's blessing. <clears throat> of course, right? I want to pray about it, he says. See what God has for me. For God's sakes, man, you just you just said in front of your kids, basically, F Joe Biden, and you're going to pray about it? And, and see what God has for you? His name is Jared Schmeck, but I think he's a schmuck. Jared Schmuck said of his political ambitions during an interview this week with conservative Christian broadcaster Todd Starnes, that focused on his use of the phrase, let's go, Brandon. At the end of the day, he says, I want God's will for my life and direction that it goes, Schmuck added. And I strongly believe that standing up is the right thing to do here, as long as that message is that I'm portraying is glorifying his name. And yeah, I'll see where it goes. Something tells me if you do run, you'll be invited to a certain place in Florida, Starn said, referring to Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club, where the president now lives. I would be honored, Schmuck said. I would be honored. Schmuck garnered national attention on December 24th when he called into an event hosted by the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD. Biden and First Lady Jill Biden spoke to parents and children during the event as NORAD tracks seen his progress around the globe. Schmuck, a father of four, ended his call by uttering the conservative catchphrase, let's go, Brandon, prompting a startled Biden to say, let's go, Brandon, I agree. The phrase is a stand-in, as we know, for a cruder anti-Biden chant that has erupted at sports venues and rallies all across the country. It stemmed from a reporter misinterpreting a chant after a NASCAR race. So since the December 24th episode, Schmuck has been embraced by Trump allies, including former White House aide Stephen Bannon, who hosted Schmuck as a guest on his podcast. During his appearance, Schmuck repeated Trump's baseless claim that the 2020 election was stolen. So here's where he gets his backbone, right? Oh, all these people love me. I said, let's go, Brandon. I'm a, I'm a hero now. I can run for office. I've, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. So he says, Donald Trump is my president, and he should still be president right now, Schmuck told Steve Bannon. The election was 100% stolen. I just want to make that clear. 
got his backbone, doesn't he? In explaining the use of his vulgar phrase, Schmuck said, let's go, Brandon, is more than just F. Joe Biden. Oh, it's more than that? No, that's what it stands for, Schmuck. That's what it stands for. Let's go, Brandon, encompasses the entirety of our frustration with Joe Biden, the administration, the leftist mob, the cancel culture, the mainstream media, blah, 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 on and on and on. No, it means F. Joe Biden, right? And now you're praying to God for direction on what you should do? Really? I mean, that's how insane, folks. That's how rusted our culture is these days. I mean, it's just mind-boggling that a schmuck like this would basically tell the president to go F himself and run on that platform. There's something wrong here. <laughs> There's, there is something drastically wrong here, folks. Okay, so, you know, we've got uh, New Year's coming up. And did you know that they actually have to test the confetti? I just want to get this in before... New Year's. They actually have to test the launch of the confetti, right? Who knew? Here it is. This is from the Washington Post. Oh, it works. Just throw it, right? I mean, it's just crazy, folks, it to see this. Amazing. But they had a good time. It's amazing. It's amazing. It works. Um, what's the workaround? You know, they use these confetti cannons. And, um, you know, the workaround, the plan B, is just to throw it, right? you got to test this. We tested the confetti. And, of course, the first time... It was going the wrong direction, down to 34th Street. Mm -hmm. By the second and third time, we got it perfect. It filled the sky in Times Square. People were cheering. Cars were honking. Their horns going by. And we're ready for December 31st. Second and third time? Folks, it took three times to get this right? I mean, it's it's kind of... uh, What makes this crazy is, you know, they've got these cannons. Here's a company that's in New York, actually. Here's what their website says. They've got these cannons that launch the confetti. They're about 150 bucks. You know what the instructions say? Just pack confetti inside barrel and fire. (laughs) Just pack it and fire it. It's not complicated stuff, right? Yeah, you got to aim it, but, you know. Um, Folks, I don't know. This is kind of crazy. But here's another little tidbit that you might find interesting about the celebration of uh, the New Year's Eve ball in Times Square. So this is coming to us from timesquarenewyorkcity.org, and it says, As part of the 1907-1908 festivities, waiters in the fabled lobster palaces and other deluxe eateries in hotels surrounding Times Square were supplied with battery-powered top hats emblazoned with the numbers 1908 fashioned out of very tiny bulbs. At the stroke of midnight, they all flipped their lids, and the ear on their foreheads lit up in conjunction with the numbers 1908 on the parapet of the New York Times Tower, lighting up to signal the arrival of the new year. Did you know that? My God, little tiny bulbs. I mean, that must have been a real surprising thing back in 1907, to have a hat wired with little bulbs and a battery pack. They used dry cell battery packs. They they were big. You know, they didn't have like the AAA batteries. I mean, interesting stuff. So folks, 
Uh, that's all that's rusted in our culture today. I want to thank you for joining in. And if you like the content, don't forget to click subscribe. It does help quite a bit. It gets the message out. It gets more people watching the show. And I want to thank you for that. So till next time, folks.